0: Just a few ideas to stoke the Dharma fires. Just uh, consider how we pay attention. Say, I was, uh, the bird feeder was very active today, and um, so I was observing the uh, Nuthatch, and the Nuthatch, rather than feeding, kept looking up into the sky there was an owl around or something, for a long time. And, as I was looking at the bird feeder, I was taken by the quality of awareness. And I could see that the quality of awareness was uh, silent, vibrant, spacious, not limited. And then as the, the birds, and they stopped coming for a while, it really didn't matter that the birds were not there because that sense of awareness is always there. And then consider how I'm sorry, consider how you pay attention. Consider uh, a kid who has an iPhone, Facebook, uh, all those other apps, right? And the kid looks at Facebook, and then look at Twitter, and then look at another thing, and look at another thing. They're paying attention but they're very much dependent on the object. They're not emphasizing the awareness, they're emphasizing the object, so they need to go from one object to another object to another object to another object, and then if the cell phone breaks, it's a disaster. Whereas if the bird feeder fell off or had no more bird seed, it wouldn't really matter, because awareness, that sense of open attention, is not dependent on the bird feeder. And this emphasizing of awareness rather than the object of awareness is really where I think renunciation comes in. We, In our, in our chanting, we talk about uh, the practitioner makes intentions of renunciation. Now, that rather sounds like you shave your head and you live celibate and you eat meager quantities of rice and dal and live in um, caves somewhere in Himalayas, maybe that kind of thing. But renunciation, I think, really comes from Emphasizing awareness, rather than the objects of awareness. And when you see that the awareness is where the peace lies, rather than the objects, then you begin to have a relationship with the objects of our life, the sense experiences, the people, and so on and so forth, which is based on non-grasping. So, why is it that, say, you go out, say, to Pike Lake, or you go out to an ocean, and then you sit down on the shore, and you look out to the ocean, and you feel very, very uh, pacified by that, very cooled. And yet you don't need to get up and then go find another ocean, another spacious place. So, to me, it seems very important that the way we begin our meditation, if it's emphasizing this awake mind, awareness, then the object will point to the awareness. If we're trying to control the object and just try to suppress thought and and attain to something that we're looking for, then, to me, that's wrongly directed, because it's still dependent on the object. You can, because the, the, the silence of awareness is always there, you begin to get a, as a practitioner, you begin to get a taste of it, recognize it, and after a while, your mind begins to go there as its default mechanism. When you, when you first begin practice, your default mechanism is usually thought or some distracting object. And getting from A to B is, is, uh, is training. It's not so very easy. Some are more adept and some are not. But um, so like this morning, I suggested the, the possibility of like using counting. With the breath, and that's very good, very good technique. But the idea then is to emphasize awareness for one in breath, emphasize awareness for one out breath, emphasize awareness for a whole cycle, and then uh, you're 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 placing the emphasis on that which is truly peaceful and transcendent. You know, when we focus on an object, then quite often we have a kind of a, agenda of trying to get something we we don't even see that so the initial attitude that one brings of non-becoming non-grasping awakeness goodwill if that can be um, emphasized just when we start and then each time we sort of get enmeshed in our facebook twitter programs that we remember that not not just trying to push away things, but we remember that which is always there, which is awareness of the way things are. So the emphasis then, huh? The emphasis, we we are taken by the awareness rather than taken by the object. Consider something like, um, people watching. You can sit at an airport and you've got your ticket and you're in the waiting lounge and everything is fine, there's nothing to do, and you just observe people. Most of them are absorbed in their tablets now. But you just observe people and you it'd be very peaceful. Because there's nothing you really want from this situation. You just you're just the observer, just the witness. People come and go. And what you might realize is actually what you're you're enhancing is that uh is the awareness. You would not realize it maybe. So, in observing the object of meditation, whatever it might be, it might be the sound of silence. Some people find that a really easy access point for awareness, the mind. You just open the mind and you hear that, maybe sitting at your computer and you just remember that. That relaxes the mind, still do your work. Or you take the um, breath and then to actually look at the breath as you would look at uh, uh, a bird and a bird feeder. Just as this animal that functions without without an agenda, without trying to control it, then you've got the object, but the object is referring to the awareness. Right? That's what's really important. Now we need to we, we need to focus on objects. Undoubtedly, if, if if John, who just cut the tree down over by the vihara, didn't focus on an object, the object would be in our roof. The roof would be smashed. So it's not denying that focus on objects is is important, but if that's the only thing we have, we don't really understand renunciation, because we're looking, we're looking in the wrong place for peace. So that, that famous, uh, comical story of Nasruddin, oh, Nasruddin is the um, mad Sufi sitting, you've all heard this one, but he's sitting by the uh, spice shop, and he's got a big basket of chilies next to him, and he's, taking these red hot chilies and he's chewing them, crying his eyes out, his mouth is burning. And his mate comes up to him, he says, Nesrudin, what are you doing? And Nesrudin says, oh, I'm trying to find a sweet one. And that's really, that's what we really do with the five contests. We keep emphasizing the object and hoping we get the sweet one. Um, and certainly, you know, things line up every now and then in a way which are really quite delightful. but. That's a kind of gift that one becomes grateful for, and one, one sets the stage for that by practicing awareness, by practicing the knowing. So whatever um, particular hindrances come up for you, or, or conditions arise in your meditation, realize they are they are in awareness, right? Awareness is never never anywhere else, they're in awareness. Okay, let's do some sitting.